Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. That's right, live. I said it. We all the way live from Enid, Oklahoma, straight up in JM Studios, back home again. Sorry, um, as usual, you know, shit happens. You know, for those that don't know, life is to be lived. Um, I know I told you guys we were going to do a, try to do a big show from Houston this weekend. That was the plan. I don't want you to think I sat here and forgot about it. No, that was not the case. Just unfortunately, uh, situations weren't uh, feasible for me. Um, I, I don't really want to go into details without um, possibly shaming anybody. I just want to say... Um, it was definitely an eye-opening experience, but unfortunately, I wasn't able to get a show popped off um, in time. I did see some things about my city that, you know, kind of concerned me. Uh, there was a huge, and I mean huge, and I, and I don't even want to say necessarily a group per se. I have to honestly and truthfully say the word community, but there was a huge community of homeless people of all ages, um, and actually all races, um, living outside and on the, one of the outskirts of the downtown Houston area, and um, I, I really thought that was uh, quite disheartening. I was able to see my my family and everything, which was was good. My uh, my grandmother's unfortunately admitted, admitted to the hospital last Friday, which that was um, one of the main reasons why that uh, show didn't. Uh, take place the way it was supposed to um, there was just you know too many distractions and, and situations going on uh, for me to pull the mic out and you know boom you know drop an episode so I, I, I do apologize um, hope nobody uh, holds it too hard over my head because um, I can assure you as I, as I always say as life is lived shit changes shit happens um, shit goes down um, shit stinks shit follows you shit gets on your shoe and never comes off it's just shit it just how it happens um, no big deal we're all good we can all get over it and if you can't well blow it out your ass I still love you um, shout outs this morning we're going to take a stroll down our SoundCloud. And I pull all this directly from my stats page, y'all. I don't want you to think I'm, I'm pulling a bunch of these names out of my ass because some of this shit you just can't make up on the fly. Uh, say, for example, the name Rosh. I don't know if that's Rosh. I don't know if that's a girl trying to say Rache. I, I'm not sure, but thank you, honey, for listening. Um, also, Corey LeCabe, T Floor 31. My nigga Mo Johnson, what's going on, pimp? Uh, Jill Parker Magruder, my dudes over there at Just In Time Podcast. Um, Interopia, questionable, questionable equal uh, EMC equals Q. <laughs> my boy Questionable, what's up, folks? Uh, new artist by the name of Soul, Miss.E. Andres Becker's Louder Than, Rose, Louder Than Words podcast, The Russell McClain Show. Congratulations again on you guys' anniversary. Uh, Tivo Saki, Ann Mar, Felicia Thomas, and Theodore Gomsi. Uh, one name that I definitely left off near and dear is a name of a gentleman that has agreed to be our first contributor to the show. He's going to be helping me compose... Um, uh, new stories that I've I've never touched on, 
and also kind of help me, you know, get a better idea of uh, what you guys are looking for and to make this thing as successful as possible. And his name is Steve Nobis. Thank you very much, my friend, um, for, for loving the show and, and liking what I'm doing and, and now, you know, wanting to be a part of it. it I, that's big ups, my, my dude, and I appreciate that very much. Also, the cities that I didn't get to mention, uh, Elk Grove, Village, Illinois, Hollywood, Florida, El Mirage, Arizona, Ashburn, Virginia, Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, Springfield, uh, New Jersey, uh, Cuernavaca, Mexico, good God, uh, Midlothian, Indiana, Woodburn, New Jersey, Park City, Utah, Man, Louisville, Kentucky, Deerfield Beach, Florida, London, London, London. I love my folks and my fans over in London. Much love to all of y'all. All of y'all just all get together and get grouped up and give each other big-ass hugs. Somebody grab a couple of butts and then go on about your business, you know, just from your boy Big Joe Moffat over here. Uh, always A-T-L-A-N-T-A, baby, at motherfucking Atlanta, Key McKeesport, Pennsylvania, Manila, Philippines, Dover, New Hampshire, Corpus Christi, Seattle, Washington, Denver, Toronto, and, and the world over. This thing is getting bigger, man. My baby is getting bigger. It's scaring me. I own that shit. I've seen how many plays I've had this last month, and I'd be like, God damn, is, is this shit really about to take off? And I got a feeling it is, and it's all because of y'all. And I do thank you very much for listening. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. And as we flip from the sound Kyle page to go pulling up these notes on what's going on in this world, of course, one of the biggest events that's uh, popping off this week is the Republican National Convention, the um, also known as Shitstorm 16. Um, I don't know if y'all done heard some of this fuckery that has commenced at this event, but I can assure you it has been absolutely superb when it comes to an unloathingly amount of bullshit that has been coming out of these people's mouths. These bastards can't even stay on topic for the shit that they're supposed to be talking about. You understand what I'm saying? Both nights, the last two nights, it's been nothing but a bunch of nonstop fear-mongering. That's all they've been doing. They, they are trying to convince everyone that you need a gun, that you should be on their side, that we should hate certain groups of people, and that hatred is what's going to keep us safe, which to me is the stupidest motherfucking thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I, I think that is very dumb to use a notion of hate. Hate drives anger. Hate drives ignorance. Hate drives dumb shit. So why the hell would we want hate to be our main motivation of who we are? You understand what I'm saying? The first night they was talking, supposed to be talking about make America safe again. We were supposed to be talking about ways of making America safe. All I heard was a drug addict, hi Scott Bayo, uh, a couple of bullshit other people, hi Rudy Giuliani, and then this preacher who says, and I quote, Donald Trump is a man who has true Christian values. Right. You know, 
This is the same nigga that probably covered for his Dinkin a couple of times when Dinkin tried to go put his, you know, put one in the pink and one in the stink when one on Miss Johnson in the front row who always come to church with that short ass shirt and them damn titties hanging out to the bottom of uh, you. Well, don't tell me you ain't got a Miss Johnson at your church. If you go to church, you got a Miss Johnson there. Some of you motherfuckers only going to church because of Miss Johnson ass being there. It ain't just me. Fuck y'all. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that bitch is bad as I think she is. I show up every week to see it too. Hell, can't do nothing with it, but you know, hey, my winning wrong. Fuck it. So, but basically the 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 bags of ignorance has just been spewing all over the place. And not just inside the convention hall, outside the convention hall. You know, we got cops asking the governor to tell to to not allow open carry. No, <laughs> he actually thought that shit was gonna work too, fella, fella. Come on now, uh uh-uh. uh, no 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 no. See, the police never wanted open carry laws. Let's get this straight. No police agency. Wanted a person to literally be walking up and down the street with a gun. I don't know a police department in this world that's comfortable with that going down. And I'm just being real with you. I don't know one around. I don't think there is one that would be comfortable with a bunch of civilians walking around with guns. That makes their jobs ten times harder. I mean, I'm just being real with you. It makes it 20 times harder because you don't know who to shoot. This person is practicing their right. If you shoot them, you're going to jail. You understand what I'm saying? That's their right to bear arms. The, now, but as y'all all, all know, and y'all can ask my girl Hippie Pixie, I say this all the time. That's the reason, one of the reasons why she loves and adores the show. Just because it is your right does not make it right. Okay. I'm, I, I, I would want I, and encourage a gun owner that owns an AR-15 to call into the show. But I'm going to tell you now, if you do, it's not going to be easy. I'd love to do an interview with you and put it out. Because the reason being is I want to know what you're doing in your life to where you need that much firepower in your home. What are you doing? What's going on? Because only a person is that, if you that scared of life, your ass is shady. Every day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Your ass is shady. You doing some shit that you ain't got no business doing. Just be real. You know, stand up to it. If you ain't doing nothing shady, and if you ain't perpetrating something, that's, that's false to the point where you don't feel safe to be in your own skin. You know, if you ain't being a bully, uh-oh, that's the big one. The He with the bigger gun gets to be the bully if some shit pop off. You know that, don't you? See, that's where all these little boy complexes come in because if, say, if some real shit pop off and, and we need... You know, people to come out and 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 be protectors. You know, well, you all you you gonna have one person is gonna want to be a leader. The problem is, if everybody got big guns, there's a good chance whoever got the biggest gun is gonna want to be the biggest leader. But that means somebody else is gonna be angered because now they ain't the leader. 
So then you're going to have all of these popcorn farts out in this motherfucker in the street arguing about who's going to be the leader while holding weapons of mass destruction. Because let's be real, once you get a big group of them motherfuckers together, believe you me, there will be mass destruction. You follow me, dog? I know y'all with me. <laughs> y'all didn't know it. Yeah, baby, we going to church today. Because this, this fuckery shall not stand. We got to do something about this shit. I'm sorry. I, I just, for the life of me, you cannot get me to understand why you need that much firepower. For nothing. Uh, Yeah, so this bullshit preacher that went up there running his mouth, he was on... The Daily Show the next night with Jordan Klepper and who tore his tore this poor man apart because every time he said something about the goodness of Donald Trump, he would in turn around Jordan would turn around and you know basically refute that shit by the truth by the name of of Jordan's Jesus. So yeah, Jordan's Jesus. You had the preacher's Jesus. Both of them standing in the room. Jordan's Jesus was a little bit stronger because his Jesus was on fucking facts. Whatever the hell Jordan was believing brought in nothing but facts into this fucking story. The preacher brought in bullshit. He brought in the shit that Donald Trump slipped him a check to say so that Donald Trump can say he has some niggas on his side. Oh, I'll have me some. uh, I have me some blacks too. They're my friends. I have me some blacks. I love the blacks. Donald Trump lost his fucking mind, man. This nigga is crazy. When he sat there and said he loved the blacks, I was like, okay. uh, Like, did dude buy a bag of charcoal? Or did this nigga get some crayons? Or, uh, hmm. Maybe he's talking about diamonds. I don't know. Uh, Shoes, maybe? A shirt? No, he ain't talking about human. This nigga talking about human beings. Why is he talking about human beings like that? We are people, Donald. No, Donald, no, you don't deserve to be. Donnie. We're people. Don't be calling the, the blacks. Are you shitting me, dude? Really? Are you shitting me? Donnie Trump. Stop calling and giving that man too much respect. Fuck him. Donnie damn Trump. That's his name. Donnie the douchebag Trump. Hell, y'all giving this man too much credit and too much respect. And between you and me, this shit done went too far. Too, too far. Way too far. And it wasn't even him who took it too far. Oh, no. It wasn't him. No, 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 children. Come back, come back, come back. Sit down. I'm going to tell you who it was who took it too far. The person who took it too far was Sheriff David Clark. Now, y'all know, I have spoken on this man countless numbers of times on this show. I have personally invited him um, to come debate with me on my show. Um, of course, he won't do it. Just like Roland Martin has called him out. He, he certainly won't go see uh, Brother Roland. Because you know, you know I, I got my shit on point. Roland Martin is the damn point. He is the tip of the spear right now when it comes to being real and keeping it 100. Because that man, 
he he has no reason to give a fuck, so therefore he doesn't. Some people choose to give a fuck simply for job security. He don't worry about that. He he rather he rather not have job security and be real than allow associations like CNN and Fox News to just promote foolishness. And I for that I respect Roland Martin very much. You know, but when Sheriff David Clark went on CNN with Don Lemon, which I know everybody has their opinions on Don Lemon, but the fact is this night uh, Don Lemon handled his business because he told that man to, to you know, keep it classy, dude. You know, this this motherfucker come talking all kind of shit. Something I said, and, and I mean, I never thought I would see Don Lemon give somebody the, you ever given anybody this look, uh, that that looked like uh what nigga what wait no whoa 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 you, nigga you off topic what the hell are you talking about it, and that's what Don Lemon gave me. he said nigga we on live TV boy if you don't get your the fuck why y'all bring me this crazy motherfucker on this show man this this was Don Lemon this he had to be real at that moment because if he didn't David Clark was gonna get in his ass and Don Lemon had to prevent. He had to prevent that fuckery from commencing, you know? Don Lemon had to do what Deion Cole told us a few weeks ago, manage our damn blackness. He had to reel that shit in because they knew. They didn't realize this nigga was coming to set off fireworks, but that's what he do everywhere he go. Because that's all David Clark does is spread a message of hate See, there are people in this world, and which, you know, I, I'm going to tell you something. When you see somebody like Sheriff David Clark, ladies and gentlemen, this is the reason why I said a couple of months ago that privilege is not white. It's not white. It's just privilege, y'all. Y'all love calling it white privilege, but then I see somebody like David Clark explain this nigga to me. How he ain't walked out in the street and got his ass whooped, I don't know. Because this man is just a hateful and disgusting waste of human flesh. Everything about him is disgusting. Okay? Because everything he says is useless. Granted, I give him, I, I can't, I, well, no, I have no doubts of benefits I, you know, I have no doubts that his ass can really benefit from. But when, it, shit, you know, goddamn, man, is I was trying not to go too hard in the paint today, but damn it, I support Black Lives Matter 100%. Their message, what they mean, what they stand for. My beef with Black Lives Matter will always be that focus on black lives is what needs to be more prevalent. Not what's being done, not just what's being done or actions being that have happened towards black lives, but black lives in general, all of us, okay? All of us. It, it, it has to include all of us, not just, not just those wronged by the police. And I think Black Lives Matter focus on that too much. Now, 
But their message is very strong, very powerful, and I respect what they're doing. Okay? D-Ray done been in jail more than damn near anybody this year just for trying to do what's right. And I salute that 100%. Okay? I just, like I said, you know, they need to pull up in Chicago for a weekend. You know? And, and, and now there, there's a... There's an undertone saying that, you know, because, you know, people like, I ain't going to lie, myself and others have said that 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 same limerick, they, that they need to start to have some focus on the black community because while they're standing in front protecting us, there's those, there are those of us, our people who are hurting us from, from behind their protection. You understand what I'm saying? So, but don't get me wrong, I agree with what they're doing because these police is out of control but also the reason why i say there's a little bit of indifference with me and black lives matter is because it's hard for me just to focus on black lives when there's white lives that are being hurt and mexican lives that are being hurt and not really much of a a, a loud and ferocious voice other than the black lives matters movement that's there for the people I'm just going to be real, but I don't want Dylan Noble to be left out from that. Okay? You feel where I'm coming from? So, yeah, we, you know, but but this is one of those, I wouldn't even consider them an enemy, but definitely, you know, right now we are friends in the point of Sheriff, Sheriff David Clark. Somebody, first of all, need to take this racist bastard and get him out of whatever fucking police agency his sorry ass is running. He need to go. If this is a police officer that you have patrolling the streets in America, he is one of the problems of the reason why police are getting such a bad rap today, and his ass has got to go. And I am more than sure that there are other police chiefs out here listening to that illicit amount of bullshit that man is pushing And should step up and tell him to go sit his ass down somewhere. He does not speak for the rest of you. And I know he can't speak for the rest of you. I know police officers that are cool as shit. I've been arrested a whole bunch of times in my youth. Simply for being a dumbass. Not one time did I ever feel that a police officer had a reason to hit me, hurt me, harm me, or maim me. In the same breath, these police officers have never hit me, harmed me, hurt me, or maimed me. In the same breath, though, I have been in a lockup facility. I have seen police officers hurt individuals that were locked up. I've seen police officers hurt individuals, and we never see, I didn't see said individual again throughout that whole visit that I was there. They pulled him out of the room and never brought him back. I've seen that with my own damn eyes. And I ain't talking about that I was, I was sitting in there like a day, day and a half, you know. I don't know what the fuck they was processing on his ass, but I would have thought they'd have brought him back in the normal civilization, and that wasn't the case. They bust that boy in the back of the head. He fell on the ground and hit his head, and they beat the shit out of him and drug him out of there. Yeah. So I can say that there's a problem with these police. And for David Clark to sit here and say and applaud 
the officer who was accused of killing Freddie Gray, I sit here and say to you, sir, you are a sick bastard. Nasty, grotesque, dirty motherfucker you. Because that is horrible to sit there and applaud, applaud somebody who killed someone. This man was in the backseat of the cop car with no weapon or nothing. How could, he, how could you sit here and justify this officer still felt so afraid that he had to kill this man? And this sorry-ass nigga in a room full of white folks, cooning like it ain't nobody's business, going to sit here and applaud murder. Gonna applaud death. Really, dude? Where is your humanity, sir? Do you have any? Do you have an ounce? A little bit, an inkling? Or did you skeet it out into your tidy whities before you got out of bed the night the next morning? You know, carried around around that wrinkled up tip of your dick and shit. That way you can feel superior, like you got like you holding something over it or some shit. Cause you seem like the type of sick fuck that would do some shit like that. I'm serious. This man has got to go, y'all. He he I've it's hard when a man comes in for support of Trump and damn near deals out the same amount, if not more, hatred. Than Trump. Because everything about Trump is all hate. I don't give a fuck what you say. There's nothing positive about this man's campaign in any way, shape, or form. Nothing positive. But yet there's people who want to sit here and command that we follow his ass. No. I will not. This fuckery cannot stand. We cannot allow this fuckery to stand. Period. Have I personally watched the RNC? No. I can't put up with that much stupidity in one evening. No. I'm not going to ruin my whole... Y'all know how much bullshit I put up with at my goddamn job, nigga? I do loans, nigga. You know what that's like? Bunch of broke-ass people bringing your broke-ass in there wanting some goddamn money knowing damn well. I look at 75% of my customers be like, your ass ain't never bringing a dime of this money back in here, are you, bitch? Because that's... You know they not going to do right. You can look at a person and know they're not going to do right. I look at people all the time. I can I learned how, and I know some people are going to call it profiling, but I learned how to profile just by doing telemarketing. You can hear you can hear trifling in somebody's voice and they tone. You can you know you can listen to them for five. You can listen to them for thirty seconds and tell how much of a sorry son of a bitch you're dealing with on another line. Every time I hear Donald Trump breathe, all I smell is bullshit. Every time that man talk, I don't know how a turd don't fall out of his fucking mouth. Just right there on the table. I'm serious. This man is horrible. His wife full of shit. You know? She gonna lose this election and end up in like penthouse, I bet. Or she gonna leave his ass after he lose. But then again, that's if he lose. Evangelical Christians, this man is not for you. Go sit y'all asses down somewhere and go find you some 
I don't know, a fucking fish or some shit to follow. But quit following that motherfucker. Go follow paint, nigga. Go follow one of them toasts that y'all always see Jesus on or some shit. That cloud that y'all always see Jesus in. Go follow that shit. Quit following this crazy ass son of a bitch. Hell, y'all getting on my goddamn nerves. I'm sitting there listening to Christians. I'm sitting there wondering why some people are, are, are leaning further and further away from Christianity. I never thought it was possible when I was a kid. But now that I've come into an adult and you want to sit here and tell me as a Christian that Donald Trump is the best bet, I'm going to tell you now, I'm not standing with that shit. Hell no. Sorry. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. It ain't happening, Captain. Leave that shit be. Because that man is crazy as fuck. And I'm not putting up with that shit. Period. Hell. But we'll have a little bit more coverage of the RNC here, and then, you know, after the, the aftermath. And then I'm probably going to definitely cover the Democratic because that, the Democratic uh, National Convention, because uh, that shit's going to be a shit show as well. Unless Hillary nominates. Bernie Sanders as a vice president, and then I would hope that would really be the knife to the throat of uh, Donald Trump to uh, cut that motherfucker head ear to ear, because I'm serious. He got to go. We just know. His campaign is, is dude, his, dog, his emblem is toilet paper. TP, <laughs> I mean TP for my bunghole. Yes, TP, motherfucker, toilet paper. You want something that wipes the shit as the leader of this country? No. His vice president full of shit? No. I'm, I'm not even going to get in on that son of a bitch. That, that's a whole nother goddamn episode, and I ain't got time for it because um, <laughs> it's been a little bit of a light day today. I, at least I thought it was going to be uh, until I saw and got on Twitter and... Uh, I saw something that that truly bothered me. It really bothered me. And I'm going to tell you why it bothered me. It bothered me because it was absolutely one of the most grotesque things I've seen or experienced in in my life. And um, for those that don't know, um, Leslie Jones, who Leslie Jones is, she is the remarkable young woman who um, is one of the stars, uh, one of the four characters from the new Ghostbusters movie, um, which has a all-female lead cast, which I think is awesome, particularly because they got my homegirl, my, my, you know. I mean, damn, I ain't never thought that, you know, it'd be a female so cool that she'd be like, you know, baby mama slash homie material, but uh, Melissa McCarthy has all of that and then some. Um, I've always enjoyed all her work. And I think she's, you know, a wonderful individual and funny as fuck. But um, it truly bothered me that for what happened, and for those that haven't seen what happened, there were some posts uh, generated towards Leslie Jones on Twitter of a very hateful, hateful tone, horrible shit these people were saying. Even to the point where, and now, from my understanding... This had been a hack. But her account was hacked, and someone posted that she hated, quote unquote, this was on the post. Don't y'all get mad at me, faggots, uh, gays, homosexuals, you know, because there was a lot of spin, and they kept throwing the dude Nero, uh, that, that, I don't know, that George something, 
who loves Donald Trump. They kept throwing his name into the shit, too. What bothered me more than anything was that all of these men attacked her for simply taking part in the Ghostbusters film. Not on general principle, not on something she did, not on an atrocity she committed. They attacked her for accepting and doing a job. You you see, some of these folks get real bad cases of having life and bullshit confused. And y'all always going to hear me say that because I stand behind that shit. Don't have life and bullshit confused. We blame cops for doing their jobs. Some cops take their jobs too fucking seriously and hurts damn near themselves and others by simply doing too goddamn much. But at the end of the day, it's a job. You're not going to take that home with you. You're going to go home, go to bed, take a drink, have a beer, smoke a cigarette, parlay, kick back, relax. You ain't going to be focused on your fucking job. So Leslie Jones did a job. She got paid. She going home. She's not a ghostbuster, motherfucker. That's a fucking character. There's no fucking proton pack. That shit is fake. There's no fucking Slimer. It's not fucking real. So what the fuck gave you ignorant son of a bitches the all goddamn dacity to sit here and attack this woman for doing a goddamn job? You ignorant motherfuckers. You (laughs) simplistically ignorant bastards. You attack this woman for no fucking reason. None whatsoever. ever. Some of these cocksuckers feel justified. I feel your ass need to go stick your head in the toilet and flush. Big head son of a bitch. You, man, I ain't even seen the Ghostbusters movie yet. I I plan on seeing it. That's going to happen. I've seen all of the movies Melissa McCarthy was in, so I'm going to see this one. But it... Let people do their job. It's a job. When she go home, she didn't take the fucking propaton back home. Pack home. She don't drive the the goddamn uh, Hearst home. You know what I'm saying? She not sitting back, relaxing, catching voicemails, and taking notes on people who need ghost caught. No, bitch, cause that's fake. It's fake. It's it's fucking fake. It's fucking fake. Sit your stupid ass down somewhere, man. Attacking somebody for doing a goddamn job. You dumb fuck. Oh, it makes me sick. To my goddamn stomach that people will sit here and the grotesque shit that was said about this woman on Twitter. That shit was absurd. And it didn't make no fucking sense. 
And all of you raggedy motherfuckers be, ought to be ashamed of yourself. What if somebody rolled up on your mama and started running that shit, nigga, just because she was doing a job of sucking dicks behind goddamn uh, trailer park trash cans? You don't see us rousting that monkey mouth hoe to sit here and because she out there passing STDs around everywhere. Ain't nobody judging that bitch. So don't you dare judge Miss Leslie Jones for doing her goddamn job. That's all I'm saying. She did a fucking job. Nothing more, nothing less. Anybody that felt justified for that shit this weekend is a bitch. Go sit your sorry ass down somewhere. Ain't nobody got time for that bullshit. It's enough hatred being spread, and these cocksuckers just want to think they just going to skeet on the motherfucking bread and make shit worse. No. I mean, honestly, it makes no damn sense to me. But that's the reason why I say we got to do better, y'all. We got to do better as people. Come on. It's not that damn hard. You don't like the movie? Don't go see it. It's just as simple. You ain't got to be an ex, an extra amount of douche just because you see something you don't like. Fuck you. There's no motherfucking use for that shit. None. Come on, folks. Goddamn. <sighs> Drives me fucking crazy. And as I was, before I could, you know, jump off of the whole going too far thing once again somebody else went too damn far drove me crazy when i saw this because i truly didn't know what to think when i saw this atrocity this shit happened in a small town of winniewood oklahoma um in winniewood a officer was apparently serving a warrant at a birthday party and through him serving said warrant at said birthday party, there was a dog in the yard of the home where the dog lived, ate, breathed, pissed, farted, shit. This was the dog's house. The dog had friends. The dog played with children. And for some fucking reason, the officer felt inclined while serving a warrant for a motherfucker from 10 years ago. 10 fuck. What the fuck did you do to where the police are still trying to serve a warrant on your ass from 10 years ago? If you ain't caught this motherfucker by now, you will never, 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 never catch his ass. Serving no 10-year-old fucking warrant. What is, are you serious? Is the town really hurting that bad? Well, a 10-year warrant is just going to change every goddamn thing. Because, see, I'm not, I'm, we have to stop thinking about these situations as just stuff happening. No, people. No, ladies and gentlemen. We have to take it a step further. We have to start thinking of this as people doing their damn jobs. Government employees that are receiving paychecks from tax dollars for jobs they're supposed to be performing properly. And when these bastards don't do their jobs, somebody needs to get on their ass. The police chief in this situation, that rat bastard, he don't want to take the he want to take the defense of the officer. The officer said that he was justified in shooting the damn dog. 
The problem I have with that so-called justification of shooting that damn dog is the he said the dog came from around the fence and attacked his ass. That ain't the case. He had children in that house, and his officer pulls his gun and fires a weapon in the vicinity of these children. I don't like that. I got a problem with that. A big one. You sit here and say the damn dog came around the fence, but the dog was shot behind the fence, motherfucker? Really? He lied. This nigga ain't doing his job right. Do your job, officer. And your ass won't be made an example out of. That's every officer out here. That's everybody out here, period. If you're doing a job getting a paycheck, do the damn job. But don't be out here fucking shooting shit for, for sport. You want to go do that shit, take your ass home, get your hunting license, and go on about your damn business. We won't give a two fucks about you going hunting and doing whatever the fuck you need to calm your damn nerves. But if you feel like your ass is at work and you inclined to kill a damn dog, you a piece of shit. Especially if the damn dog ain't doing shit but being a dog. You in this dog yard, you gonna shoot the dog for the dog being a dog. Ain't that a bitch? I, you know, for real? What would this crazy motherfucker would have done if the children were being children? Oh, we ain't think about that shit, do we? Don't get me wrong. I'm not becoming an animal activist, y'all. Right is right. Wrong is wrong. I'm always going to defend right. I'm always going to persecute wrong. I understand that certain circumstances where wrong might be permissible. But on purpose, when your ass doing some shit you ain't got no business doing whatsoever because you simply want to be a little bitch... You let your little bitch side come out instead of you just, you know, being real and then just standing up. You feel me? These police is getting out of hand. So, Sheriff Clark, I, 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 I implore you, sir. If you want people to respect cops... There are certain cops that need to be taught how to respect people. And contrary to popular belief, this ain't a request. This is a motherfucking demand. And people need to start demanding this. Because as I said before, we as the tax-paying citizens are giving these gentlemen opportunities for employment. And if they ignorant asses can't do the goddamn job, we need to get they sorry asses out of these positions of employment so that we can bring in people that give a fuck about humanity. Starting with somebody like Sheriff fucking David goddamn Clark. That sorry bastard got to go. We can make it happen, folks. We can embark change, true change. But it's on us. Get off that goddamn Pokemon game and get your ass out here and start helping somebody. Be nice once a day. That'll make you feel better about you. You'd be surprised just by how holding the door for somebody will make you feel a hundred times better about yourself. Not just to look at their ass. That ain't what it's all about. All the time. But doing something nice, helping somebody that may be in need. You understand what I'm saying? If you just bought your lunch and you got 
$5, and you see somebody that needs lunch, well, you could afford to buy you lunch. You blessed. So let somebody else go out and buy them lunch. Give them $5 and say, hey, lunch is on me. I don't even know you. Here you go. Let's, let's start practicing a little bit more, not just sympathy, but empathy for those in this world. And if we do that, we will start seeing change. But until we do that, this shit ain't going to work. And we have to start. We can't, we can't let what's going to happen in November cause us to forget about who we are, how great we can be, and how wonderful this world can become if we all work together. That's the whole point, y'all. Everybody wanting to take sides. They want to have a split. Black and white. Black and Hispanic. White and Hispanic. White and Asian. Asian and black. Oh, there's a big split between Asian and black. Huge. You know? Stop. Let's just... Cut that shit out. Everybody be friends with everybody. I know it's hard. I know it ain't going to be easy. But don't not like somebody just because of what the fuck they look like, nigga. I mean, goddamn, you ain't got to fuck them, but at least be nice. You know? Say a kind word, you know? Oh, I love the way your pimples line up with the rest of your forehead. It's quite lovely. That's a compliment. It might not be the compliment they was looking for, but it came from the heart. So it works. Shit. I don't fucking know. I don't have the answers to all this shit, y'all. I just got opinion. And I just think that if we come together, things might be a little bit better than what we ever imagined. But it's all on us. It's not on them. We can't worry about Trump. We really can't. Does anything with the government really help people to an extent where we really have a say in what's going on any damn way? So don't worry about that election. Let's worry about each other. Let's worry about people, okay? Let's worry about human life, officers. Anybody that's afraid that, that they're so scared that human life needs to be taken, you know, maybe that ain't the job for you. Sorry. Maybe you need to, you know, reevaluate your career options i'm just being real folks i'm just you know because something has got to stop the foolishness and if i gotta be the one to say it as usual i will i have no problems with that no qualms whatsoever with being honest and being real with y'all but the foolishness has got to stop well, seriously because this shit is about to get real it's it's people wanted to get bad before it get better so it's gonna take us as people, as podcasters, as podcast listeners, as fans, as fans of comedy, as fans of entertainment, fans of human fucking life. Let's bring it together, folks, and make a real difference. Thank you again for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat. We will be back here next week. Um, the topic will be, of course, the Democratic National Convention. Any other crazy shit that I hear about from me and, like I said, my new contributor, Mr. Steve Nobis. Thank you again for signing on with me, sir. And we're going to put together some amazing shit for you. 
and we're going to keep it coming each and every week. Thank you guys again for one of the hottest, highest plays I've ever had. Again, I know y'all getting tired of seeing, damn, Joe, you bragging. No, I ain't bragging. I'm being real, bitch. This shit was amazing this month. And then thank you very much for, for everything. I love all of you. Every one of you that have ever listened to my shows, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I respect and adore all of you guys. Thank you for coming in. I'm still looking for more contributors. So if you got any ideas or contributors, if anybody's wondering what a contributor does, all you do is come to me and you got any show ideas, you got any comments about the show, you got anything that you want to say or you want me to say or, or, or if you have a storyline that you want me to work on and you want to help me work it out, nigga, I'll let you do it on the damn show. Hell, I ain't got to be the one doing this shit by myself. Just because my name on the low, just because my name on the dope don't mean I'm the only one in here that's got to put in work, and that's real, you know. So we, yeah, you know, y'all, anybody else want to shout at this? Come at me, man. We can do this and have some fun, you know. That's what it's all about. This is the Joe Moffat Show. We here to bring change and to have a good goddamn time. And anybody want to be a part of that? Come on in, baby. I got plenty of room. Trust me. We're gonna eat, drink, and be merry. You hear me? So if you want to be down and you want to come in and be a part of this being the mafia, of course, come on in. Shit, we got your back. Miss Leslie Jones, somebody tell her. Did anybody listen to this show? Let her know. Joe Mafia said, you got the back. You, the mafia got your back. We got your back, baby. That's the Joe Mafia for anybody that's wondering. Okay? Not actually no real mafia with, you know, doing crazy shit. No, no. It's just what I call my fans because it's a play on my last name, play of words. You know, get your head out your ass. Seriously. Now, but... For real. <laughs> you know, if y'all want to be a part of this, by all means, hit your boy up. I'll be more than happy to put you on, and we can start having a good time together. But again, thank you again for everybody that's listening to the show. Um, shout outs to all that's shown love and respect. Thank you for all the listeners. Thank you for all the comments. Please pound all the fuck of the hearts of the fucking hearts on SoundCloud. Beat the shit out of my hearts. I won't beat the fuck out of them. I need as many likes as I can get. Love us. Uh, go give me some reviews on iTunes. I need some more. I've been stuck at fucking eight for months. Get off your asses and go review me on iTunes. Y'all know what's up. God damn it. Y'all know you love me. If you love me, go review me. If you hate me, go review me. Fuck you, because that's going to make me do better. And then you're going to hate me even more when I turn this shit into something amazing. Because that's what's coming, pimps. And on that note, thank you for listening to the Joe Mavis Show. Peace and love. I got to go to work. Y'all be good. I'm out of this, bitch.